just from a marketing perspective, used it to lead up right to the album drop. And now he's on track to what, dude? Like, what, 50, 50 in the first week? Um, yeah, he's, uh, he, right now he's in a battle between him and The Weeknd. The Weeknd's been on top for like two or three weeks now, his album. And he, he might get the number one album this week. He might have number two, but he tweeted, Canada wins no matter what. Tory um, on Friday, you said? Yeah. Okay. Um, some crazy stats since he uh, started doing that quarantine radio. He's gained 2.2 million Instagram followers in less than 30 days. He has a 90% boost in YouTube subscribers. He has more monthly listeners than Nav, Russ, and Meek Mill now on Spotify. And now he's an independent artist. He has left Interscope. So this is the big look for him to start something like that. It's very smart. It's genius. Just from like a marketing perspective. It's free. Didn't have to spend any money. So for sure. Is, this is all profit he's seeing off of all those gains on followers and exposure. And now he's independent too. So it's only going to help pad his wallet even better. He doesn't got to kick up to anyone really or getting huge cuts out of his streams and stuff like that. So it was very smart of him to start quarantine radio. And a lot of people are saying that um, he'd be stupid. Like whenever things clear up, probably a long time, but when things do clear up, if he didn't like start some type of show himself to keep it going, because people like seeing him and that those stats themselves are incredible. 2.2 million followers in less than 30 days. Could easily parlay that. That already sounds like the name of a Beach One radio show. Like I don't even listen to like <laughs> stuff like that, but that sounds like exactly a radio show. Radio. I'd rather listen to that than Queen Radio, whatever the fuck they can not. People have nothing to do, so there you go. It's where it's working out now. Um, but that's why we're doing what we're doing. We got Rap Takes Quarantine Radio right here. Um, what else have you guys been listening to besides what's been going on on Instagram? Have you guys been paying attention to some of those other uh, non-Tory Lane stuff going on? I know you were tweeting about one of the uh, recent battles, Jeremy. Oh, man, dude. DJ Premier and... uh Rizzo the best had... one so far, right? Like, of all... Them. They, their versus battle was so good. I mean, that's a backpacker's dream, that one right there. The Rizza and DJ Premier. There were so many, like, jams that they played, and I, I, I was in my prime. There was, there's nothing better than those two going at each other. One of the, one of the prime moments was when, um, uh, the RZA dropped ice cream, and then Premier followed up with Biggie Smalls, unbelievable. And I just, I couldn't decide which, which song right there, which who gets the, who gets the uh, benefit there? Which, what song are you picking? Ice cream or? Unbelievable. I have to go Raekwon because I just love that album so much. Uh, the Purple Tape, but... Ice Cream is just... Unbelievable is a great song too, but I feel like when you hear the Ice Cream beat, it's like gives you that like with that screw face or just... Ugh, like it's just... Like you just fucking smelled something rancid or something. But <laughs> you just, it just elicits a reaction right away. And I, I mean, both fire songs, but it just... That you, you just... It's just unprovoked. Like when you hear it, it's like, oh, fuck, shit, this is dope. The beat is just so nasty. Yeah, I was, 
I thought uh, the fact that they, that both of them uh, started doing this uh, battle thing, like or joined, I guess, really like brought like a legitimacy to the whole thing. Like now, and now you can see like now they were talking about like Puff doing it against uh, Jermaine Dupree. I saw, you know, they were kind of like mm-hmm. their murmurs about that. I don't know if that's been like confirmed since, but um, yeah, we're gonna see that going forward, I guess. Like since everyone's cooped up, so. You might as well either make music or play music and record yourself. <laughs> I mean, it's a great thing. If you enjoy hip hop, if you enjoy music, you should definitely check these quarantine radios, what the versus battles out, because there's been some entertaining ones. T-Pain and Lil John, you forget how many songs they have. And Lil John, for one, you forget how many songs he produced that were hits. He was he was dropping songs and I was like, wow, like I didn't even know that Lil John made this. That's been the um, pretty much how all of them have been. Like Jonte Austin versus Neo, those are the R&B guys. But Jonte wrote so many songs that you would not even guess. Um, the one coming up this weekend, we got Teddy Riley and Babyface, and that's more of a pop one. But that's gonna be one for the uh, 40 plus that they're gonna be going crazy for. Like, yeah. Like Alchemist to hop in one of these, or like Ray Fraud. I'm just trying to think. I'm just trying to think of like. Someone Day. said uh, Alchemist versus Just Blaze. I'm gonna be honest. And I thought, that would be like a really like big collision of styles too. That would be awesome. That'd be really cool. Like crazy back and forth. Trying to think of other like dream matches. Well, other people have been doing a lot of like different things, not necessarily the battles, but um, Eric the Architect from Flatbush has been doing these like sessions. I don't know if on Twitch or if he's been hosting them on YouTube, but he's been posting the videos on YouTube where he's like playing music, making beats, playing random verses that he has recorded that are unreleased and just hosting it. Uh, Kenny Beats has been doing the same thing, been making beats on the fly. People like Denzel Curry drop in, Doja Cat was dropped into a stream the other day, uh, Isaiah Rashad was in the stream. So like, people are finding creative ways to like, I guess, join together and make some weird shit Speaking of flat together. Bush, um, seems like they are all gonna drop individual albums. That's what I've yeah. been kind of reading from their, their social medias. And I think Michi might be the first one to drop and I've always said that Michi could be one of the best rappers in the game if he just like, if he rapped on and like the beats that are popular and Michi, his flow, I think would get the fans to support him. And that would be good overall for Flatbush because it would bring them back to the group. Speaking of Flatbush related stuff, um, AK from Underachievers just dropped an album with a Japanese artist, a Japanese rapper. That is just so good. It was just a random drop. Speaking of quarantine drops, which we, yeah. I guess, should go into it a little bit of just the music that's come out in recent weeks. You know, there's going to be a lot more. You know, we got music this Friday. There's been stuff recently. But, um, yeah, that was one that just popped in my head because you mentioned Flatbush. But Underachievers are doing the same thing where they're going to drop a few solo albums and then I'm sure unite again for a main project. But this was really cool to hear him you know, spit over some different beats with a Japanese artist spinning in a different language. Very, very cool. Different, different stuff. So check it out. I listened to a little bit of that. I was overwhelmed that week, that drop, because um, yeah. I think The weekend dropped that same week. Yep, then it was that Audio, Audio Push dropped something, and they haven't dropped in a minute. The Cool Kids dropped an EP. Um, they have a song with... With Boldy James that I'm really bumping right now, who I think has the best album of 2020. 
Uh, we'll get to that in a little bit, but um, there's been a lot of drops, and it's kind of hard to keep up with them, but slowly but surely, I'm catching up on every release. Yeah, man. That I mean, just speaking of, like, clips, like, all the stuff that, like, Isaiah Rashad has been teasing on, like, Instagram and Twitter, mm-hmm. you need this album. Like, it, it sounds fantastic. It would cure us all. Uh, I think it was yesterday or maybe today, but it sounds fucking amazing. And, like, he's just... The, the people are starving for some new Isaiah Rashad. And how long has it been since the, the sun's tiring? I feel like it's been, like, 30 years. Like, it's funny. The end of the normal life I associate with um, eternal take, Lil Uzi, because I remember bumping that in the gym, like, the first week yeah. it came out, and I was still in the gym. And that's the last time I remember playing that album was, that was, like, my gym album. So that, was, that like, was, like, the end of Civilization. It must have been, like, what, the beginning of March or something? That was... That was the week. That was the week when things changed when Uzi dropped yeah. that. Yeah. And, uh... Like, with Uzi, I was before Eternal Take. I really wasn't the biggest Uzi fan, but I just think the fact that... So good. <laughs> this, I feel like it's an imaginary struggle between him and whatever's making him not drop his music or whatever with the record labels or whatever. But, like, I feel like just this long wait made me into a Uzi fan. It's like Playboy. It's what's going to happen with this Playboy album after that drops. All of us are going to be Playboy <laughs> car- Like, I'm not even – I really was not the biggest Uzi fan. But um, after listening to it, it's like – I was like, you know what? I, I could go for some new Uzi, Uzi Bird right now. Yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of his music, uh, like his own music. I love him more on features, but – Uzi the person, like his persona. I'm so a big funny. Fan. He's so yeah. good. He's like you. You cannot love him. Like he's he's so funny. Just, yeah, everything he does, the sass, everything is just hilarious. That week was big though that you mentioned before though with the weekend album. I mean, not necessarily rap as much, but that was an yeah. album that I was bumping for a while. Um, still am going back to it, but that was really good. And then party dropped right after uh, the weekend. David I still haven't listened to all that. I haven't listened to all of it yet, but I've heard not too good of things. But I, I, I want to go back to it. I, I like it. I like the like party. It? Yeah. Party too. Just got me feeling sad from lockdown. Just when I can't go anywhere. True. True. I do like party, so I, I want to check it out more. There's just been. I feel like there's been so much, and even though I've been stuck at home, I haven't been pouring over as much as I should. Um, but there has been a lot of, a lot of, you know. Well, they're saying streams down like 20%. Really? Um, yeah. Wow. You, so I, I feel like more, more people are watching TV shows than listening to music. Yeah, that's what I've been doing that more. I've been listening to like random, like, I've listened to like the, the Dan Levitard podcast because that's been so good without sports. But yeah, not as much of like, I'll listen to the, like Jay Electronica. Talk about that, like when that dropped. Oh, oh, talk about the trash. Yes, I, uh, I, I, I liked it, but I, it wasn't. I didn't make me like, th- like throw my phone in the river or anything. I've listened to it like twice now, maybe three, maybe three times. <laughs> First of all, we, you go, Sal. I no, I still am not listening to it, and it's just like what? I'm a big fan of Jay. It's just I like oh, that's why I thought you'd be all over that. I know it too. I mean, like I saw him live too, which is crazy because like he's like a ghost basically. Um, but it's just, I, it's like he, Uzi, you know, kind of found the sweet spot. You know, I guess in the time. Uzi's not, better than not, Jay. I agree. It's like Jay. All right, this is getting. This is like on kind of like detox territory with how long it's taken him to drop this. And I feel like, and it's just, I know he's, he's very talented, but I'm starting starting to realize it's just like there's a point. Like if we made a chart of hype and talent. And time yeah. projects released, 
Like, it would skew away from him. Because it's like, all right, you're good, but I don't think you're good enough for me to go batshit crazy off of this album. Like, you're not Michael Jackson, bro. It's like... It's oh, like- yeah. I, I think this album exposed why he hasn't dropped. Because Exhibit C put him in the level of, like, Lupe, the Joe Buttons, the Royces. It put him on that type of level with bars. And this album, he got washed by Jay-Z all over the album. Like, Jay-Z's lyrics, I just thought, were way better than uh, Jay's on here. So I think that he got exposed on this album, which um, Lupe kind of hinted at that because Budden tweeted something and uh, uh, Lupe said something like, there are levels to the tier to these MCs. Like some of them aren't on my level, but they are great MCs. Yeah, but and- he says that Jay like, is on that level though. He says he's the master class. He's the top of the tier. That's Lupe. No, he's not. No, no, they, they, I saw a tweet recently where they asked him and he's not, he said he's right below him. He's not on his level and Royce's level for sure. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't see that. I saw that Lube says like that's why he speaks on Jay, where Jay Alec is the master class. Why like people like Jay Z associate with him and stuff like that. But I'll have to revisit that. I thought he wrapped his ass up. I just didn't think like I don't know. I don't know. It, it was, was like good. it was like it was a it was like a half album. It was like Watch the Throne, except not as entertaining and not as many songs you want to replay. You know. <laughs> First of all, I had no idea what he was saying in like half of the raps. Like he was just saying like garbage. Like he was just speaking, he was just speaking stuff that I'm like, what are you saying, bro? And he was offending a lot of the Jewish people and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. it's don't. Yeah, some it's- of that extreme. I mean, it's the same shit with Kanye kind of, with some of the Kanye stuff with me now. I'm like, dude, no one cares, dude. And I definitely had that same like effect with this album too where I would just like shake my head sometimes of like all right dude <laughs> like dude in, in the TikTok era we're living in right now the J Electronica album is gonna get just pushed to the wayside like it's gonna get very I forgot about it until I scrolled by it on my spot I've listened to it yeah it must not even maybe be three it's probably two to three times so yeah, if you honestly didn't mention it, I would have this. It would have not have came up in this conversation. I'm, I'm so happy I scrolled by it because it, yeah, it would have been a pass. But I'm sure it'll be remembered. It's, it's not going to be any on my year end list. I don't think. I'm still a fan. Um, and I, I still have some faith that he can definitely. But you know, I just I feel like just the hype is you know it's 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 going past. The talent. It's it's so funny. I listened to Exhibit A and Exhibit C after the album came out, and I was like, these songs are still so fire. Like they're still both so Exhibit A underrated. Also, and they're both so flames. Like, so yeah, it's still there somewhere in his soul. The ability. And, then, and, I, and I was a little mad. He put Shiny Suit Theory on this album. That that song dropped yeah. ten years ago. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But uh, let's let's talk about someone that uh, I think you guys, if you haven't, you should check out Oldie James. To me, he's got the best album of the year. Uh, him and Alchemist. This is like their fourth project together. They've been working with each other since like 2013. Um, Oldie is uh, the cousin of one of the cool kids. He's from Detroit. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, this album, man. I wasn't the biggest Boldy James fan prior to this. Um, I liked him. I thought that he had he could rhyme, but he just wasn't making the songs that I wanted like to put in my rotation. And this this album changed my mind. Like the beats are incredible. Uh, this one surf and turf with uh, 
Vince Staples, who again, as we have stated before, is one of the best feature artists. He absolutely murks this feature, and I don't understand why he can't do that on his own projects. But uh, this Boldy James and Alchemist, you guys got to give it a listen. Um, a lot of the videos he's been he's been dropping on YouTube are pretty cool too. They're a different type of um, shooting, like they're not your normal like high budget stuff. Yeah, no, I, Jeremy, I agree with you. I'm a fan too. It took me at first. I wasn't too big in the Boldy. I guess because his voice kind of sounded like a little sleepy. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the production is, it's vicious. It's fucking, it's, it's dangerous. Like, this is like, it's like this, I don't know, this production, like, just listening to this beat, I feel like it just injured you, just how fucking, just crazy it is. Like, and then you talk about the features, you got Vince on there. I mean, the song, big fan of the song of Freddie Gibbs, too. And you got Benny Butcher on there as well, which is a perfect parlay, because now he's the newest member of Griselda, which is perfect addition to their roster. They're just adding up. They're gonna be like the NWO up there, of upstate New York and Buffalo and um, Detroit. But yeah, Jeremy, I'm with you as well. Big fan of this. As well, it just it just took me for a little bit. I yeah. Guess, he listens, and then I'm like, all right. It is, yeah, it's the same. It, it is the perfect fit um, for Griselda. But I, um, yeah, I I need to revisit it more because I. Same with how you mentioned his voice, though, like the sleepiness, like that's what I felt way too much. And I was like, I would rather listen to some of the Griselda stuff for that type of like raw street, you know, gangster raps. Like, and that's kind of how I still am right now. I love Al Alchemist is my favorite producer in the world. You know, um, I thought the production was good. Surf and Turf is my favorite track easily. But I didn't, yeah, it, it's not, again, that's not one that stuck with me that I really, like, wanted it to. Um, I got to revisit it. It's still on my, like, list to go back to. But um, I need to, yeah. I, I, I like him more on features where it's not just the constant, like, the 10 tracks. I, I couldn't I couldn't do, I guess is my point. Like, the a full album of, of the Boldy James, like, of that voice and the same, like, yeah. raps. He doesn't hook me the way like a uh, Benny the Butcher um, does or even a Conway honestly um, to where like they can hook me multiple tracks at a time uh, to be honest uh, I had to do just same what's out I had to listen to it more than two times mm -hmm. and that really like surf and surf I hated when I first heard it and now that's my favorite song um, that I, I can't stop playing that song and the one with evidence gray October that song that uh, the beat is just crazy um, but yeah, Boldy James and Alchemist. Alchemist is on a roll right now. He's he busy. Just, he's busy right now. That Conway, right? Uh, he just did the yeah. Lulu album with Conway. That's yep. another one. I'm, I know I wanted to talk about that, but that that whole album, the song with Schoolboy. Yeah. Woo! Dude, he got me ready to commit some misdemeanors out here. <laughs> it's crazy. From the comfort of my own apartment. That's awesome. It's, yeah, I mean, Al, like, and just, you were talking about earlier, like, the Orange Tree Radios and, like, the Inspito producers. Like, I feel like really is, Alchemist is, just as I get older, like, he's top 10 with Out of Doubt producer. I mean, you top five. Oh, for sure. Like, and just, I feel like it's just, he's, I feel like he's not appreciated enough. I really, I really don't. And I feel like he doesn't care about that either. Like, he just doesn't give a shit. Like, well, he's now crossed through the generations now to when, where now he's making like new hits you know two decades after he already has a wave so hopefully yeah this solidifies you know some of the things that we already know and a lot a lot of people do in the rap community but i know what you're saying we're like his name's not always there um 
but maybe he needs <laughs> one of these IG uh, beefs to get the young people. I know. I want. I don't know. I don't know who would be the best <laughs> matchup, but he needs one so he can like show Mad his Lib. Madlib. Oh, I like that. That could That'd be, be a really weird good. one. That'd be a funky one. They're like MF Doom. If you get Doom to come out of hiding or whatever rock he's underneath. Doom is the ref. Dude, MF Doom had the funniest tweet the other day. He was like, I'm built for this quarantine and I could not stop laughing just because we have not seen him outside in like 10 years. I haven't seen him anywhere or any shows or anything. Dude, MF Doom would send a body double to do his. his. Yeah, I remember he, I remember when that happened. People were so mad. I'd be so pissed, but it's also like part of the meme. <laughs> yeah. Like, is this even your Instagram, bro? Like, I don't, I don't even know that's you posting there. MF Doom could have died like five years ago. We have no idea because we don't even know what he looks like. It could be a, a collective of people. Like, it could just be like a collective of people that are just all in on it. And like, we all think it's one person, but it's really like three or four just incredible producers and like one or two rappers or writers. What if it was like some whack artist that like, like what if it was like Trinidad James really? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, what if, what if we had no idea? What if MF Doom is Trinidad James and he just like him Open the case, Trinidad James is MF Doom. My column, here are my reasons. Yeah. I guess I'm seeing hilarious Trinidad James or uh, who else? Like uh, fucking uh, like Bobby Shmurda. I don't know. He's just been secretly releasing from prison. Through MF Doom. <laughs> it's just possible this releases. Uh, Quick yeah. note, uh, RIP Pop Smoke. I know that a lot of um, stuff has happened in between, of course, coronavirus and all this, but it was really sad to see that um, Pop Smoke had died in um, late February. And the fact that he wasn't even home, he was in um, LA. Like, people always say you got to get away from where you're from so that you can stay safe. And he wasn't even home. He went away to. California where he thought that he had no beef, no gang beef, nothing and they still haven't found the killer, haven't released any details on that so that leads me to just think it was like an inside job somehow but we don't know but just R.I.P. to Pop Smoke for sure because he was on the rise. Too early too and he just, I mean created his own lane, genre like what party drill if you want to call that like and just Yeah like that Brooklyn drill and and he just I mean, just the tri-state area, like New York, Jersey, Connecticut, like he just had the whole place buzzing. And that was, I mean, New York is, you know, kind of runs the, the hip hop taste for most of the country, or at least the large port of it. So it was only a matter of time for that was going to spill over. Because I mean, it already was, but I mean, he's he was one, like, I mean, he was what? Yeah, he was on Travis's little uh, Cactus Jack, whatever thing he dropped. That's a huge look for him right before he passed. So Yeah, he was collabing with everyone. He collabed with Quavo. Uh, Roddy Rich, a lot of these guys that are big names right now in hip hop. Um, 50 said that he was going to finish the album for him and he's going to get post on there. And I just keep it, I just hope he keeps it like still pop smoke, but like bring those guys, but keep it pop smoke. But yeah, I just wanted to bring him up because that was just yeah. such a sad, sad thing to hear about. Um, on, a, on a lighter note, a more uh, an uplifting note. Kid Cudi graced us with his presence in a surprise drop. Like we kind of knew he was gearing up towards something, oh my but goodness. like he's rapping. He's rap rapping. He it's so good. It's really so good. Um, 
I'm vibing to it. Yeah, it's been, it's, it was kind of an exciting uh, quarantine drop for us. I'm so surprised he's rapping too, because he said that this was going to be like a love album because he's doing it for that Netflix um, comedy or uh, cartoon show that he's doing, whatever. It's supposed to be like go along with that show, this new album. And he said it was going to be like his take on love prior. Like he said that like a year ago. So I was so shocked that he was rapping on here. I thought it was just going to be him like singing ballads. Mm. I mean, we haven't heard that cutting in in a minute. This is perfect. This is time for Kick Cutty to shine. Everyone's inside, sad, probably dark. You can't go outside. It's it's introvert season, so this is Cutty's time to shine, for sure. And the song is great. Um, he didn't drop any bogus, any bullcrap that people say that he's been doing. If if some people have lost Kick Cutty over the years, I think this one will make them a fan again and see that he still has it in him to drop the songs we do like. Yeah. Um, I have not checked out uh, the new Child of Gambino at all. Have you guys uh, peeped that? That oh, no. kind of surprise drop? I didn't like the like the leak stuff that I heard and I was like, I gotta, I gotta really wait on this. There's a, there's a few catchy tunes on there. Okay. I will say. I know he has Ariana Grande, right? Yeah, I saw that. Is Ariana? I don't know. Because, like, when you look at the track list, they're all, like, weird fucking numbers. It's like, so, like, I know what song, like... It's like, why are you doing that to us? I, I really like on it, two to three. And, like, like, but I forget which one they are every time, so I find myself just clicking on every song and listening to the first five seconds. Oh, no, that's not it. That's not it. That's it's not like Kendrick it. Untitled. I remember I had to do that with that. I renamed all the tracks and what the hooks were. So I wouldn't he remember. He dropped that album, like a week before he dropped it on streaming and it all had titles and it all had the features and there like it was on like his website but it was it was under Donald Glover and then a week later he dropped it and it didn't have any name song names or features listed and it was called it was by Gambino so I'm and the stream was weird it was like you just pop in and it was just playing and you couldn't rewind it was just like playing and you would have to start yeah. listening and whenever time you you know were there it was on a loop very weird very weird for gambino but that's i mean that's him um i love gambino uh, so i have to check it out but after i heard some of that like early stuff i was like uh i gotta wait on this until i'm that song's fire I don't know what the track listing is, but I, I just know that. when I go down and scroll, that's the one I'm looking for. But yeah, I mean, I wasn't like blown away. Like, I, again, like I like Gambino too, but I feel like a lot of the Gambino, I guess if you were make a Venn diagram of like a, like hyper, this hysteria by fans, like you could definitely like Gambino and Jay Electronica, I think loop into that as well. Like, so I think people put them up on pedestals that are just too high. Like, I think he's very talented. For but, sure. Yeah, but Gambino's, his last album was, like, very deserving of that, I thought, you know? Like, I think he's, the hype for his next project was very deserving. And But this seems like... And this I think that's why he did this, though, because I don't think, I don't think he thought he could live up to the hype. Yeah, I think this is Frank Ocean's, um, whatchamacallit, Before Blonde. Oh, that, that bullshit. Long... Um, I know what you're talking about. Endless, I, I, endless, I, I, endless. I think this is his endless, and that's at least what I'm thinking of. And, and he did that with the stream thing. I remember Frank Ocean put it on the video first, and you you still it still was tough to get endless in any digital form. They like just put it on with their songs and shit. So I think that that was kind of his intention with this was like 
do the streaming thing, you know, make it weird. The fact that it's like untitled and all the tracks are like that. At least I hope. Because a true follow-up to what we just, to what his last album, like, I don't know. But I haven't heard it yet, so. At this point, I'm more excited for Atlanta than his oh, music. Oh, yeah, dude. Which we're Stoked not getting that till, to come back. We're not getting till next year, but we're getting two seasons next year, which sucks. But Ooh. right now, what's holding us over right now is that uh, little Dicky show. Enjoyable, dude. I hate Little Dicky, but I've heard it's really good, so I gotta check dude, it out. It's so funny. Yeah, Little Dicky's so lame, but I've heard only people have said good things, so I gotta check it out. Every everything that you feel right now of him, he he says it in the show. Like yeah, literally every feeling you have, he like he. Makes I want him to be aware of my hatred to him. The self awareness is on another level. Yeah. Like, it's, it's and it's so funny. Like I think he's writing a good amount of it too. Kevin Hart makes sense too. I can see his name in the credits. Oh really? And yeah. lots of people are affiliated with it, so I feel like trusted that hopefully. Yeah, Dude. I got. I, I will check it out. It's just I, I was almost bummed to hear that everyone says it's good because I'm like fuck. I want it to be bad because I just he's just so lame. Like oh, he's he's the worst of the worst in my opinion in terms of like the comedy rap shit. You know like. Oh, for sure, only but cringe. Oh, his music is only cringe. You have to give it a shot, yeah. man. I think I think you would laugh. Yeah, no, I, I will. I will. I've only heard you. You guys are like the the fourth or fifth people since I have I've been social distancing that have said it's fire. His stuff is cringe, but like, I mean, Diggy's got bars. I think the dude can spit. Whether yeah, but a, dude, uh, a cohesive album, like a hip hop album, like I don't know, I. I it's funny because you on Facebook now, and he's like talk shit about people exactly like me right now. Yeah. Dude, if you go on Facebook, you can find like two dozen guys that can rap bars, though. You know what I mean? That's what makes it makes me cringe of like the like that. I, I can spit really fast, like blah 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 blah. I think, it's, I think it's more than that. I think it's not more than fast. I just think he. I think he's. I think he I has think, bars. He's clever. I think he's not just a comedy rapper. I think he's able to take comedy yeah. and make it and bleed it. W- well into just traditional hip-hop what you're saying in the show i think a big reason of that is you look at the people like he surrounds himself with and look at the rappers he's got on the show yeah like, no that's why yeah just thought he was black, they would go on a show he said thug he said gonna i mean he's, i mean i don't really YG. yeah but yeah yg on it you think yg is gonna be like that's hilarious what they do i don't think they have a song but i'm totally no, i'm not i'm not just i'm not i bet he's a fucking cool guy i'm just saying his output to society has been cringe besides this show so i'm excited to tune in then any other stuff we didn't touch on in terms of the albums mm. I, I haven't touched gambino cj fly album i heard that's really good but i haven't touched that as dude well. it's Lazy. fire bro yeah i've heard it's really good i i am uh i'm a big fan uh the song block party with kurt knight that okay. one that Put one's that for the radio like they could send that right now to high 97 and if it was like summer, well, as soon as as soon as it starts to get warm and things cool down, that's gonna be a big hit right there. Nice. Like, uh, status I heard the song with Joey. I heard the song yeah, with Joey because that was like the first single, and that was like really good. That was the one that I was paying attention to. So, Static produced the whole album, so you know that the mm-hmm. beats are gonna be um pretty fire, which they all were. I, I really enjoyed this album, and CJ Fly, he's he um. The past like year and a half, he surprised me with a lot of his music releases, and um, I think I think I think they have something with him. I like him. 
I, I like the whole uh, pro era. I like I like Kirk Knight. I think that he makes great beats, and I actually wish that he did more for the whole Beast Coast album because he only did like two tracks on that whole yeah. album. It's just one of those things. There's too much to go around. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then Nick Caution, I think, actually has bars. He's, He's really a white good. Boy yeah, that loves really wrestling, good. which. I love wrestling as much as you guys do too, but like he has some serious bars, and I think that he's one of the better ones there. I think. Mm -hmm. I think projects like I mean, I mean, I I mean, the Beast Coast album. I mean, you can kind of it was a pseudo earlier project, but you know, you have Flatbush and other Flatbush is due to drop this year, I think. Hopefully, Joey sometime soon too. It's been what Joey said this year. It's this year, okay. Yep. It was just the anniversary of his best album ever, our first episode. All American Badass, man. That was the first project we covered on this podcast. You guys can go back and check that out. It was the very first episode. That's on Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio. Everywhere you guys can catch podcasts, that one's on there for sure. Mm -hmm. And we're on social media too. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Rap Takes Podcast. We're out here. We're here to... Well, it's crazy. Let's leave them. Let's leave them with three songs they should go check out right now that we've been bumping. Um, I can but start unanimous for the group, the Kid Cudi track, the yeah. leader of the Dinklinguins, so that doesn't need to be washed in ours. Because that's for the, sure. Oh man, really I good. Think, needed. Um, everyone needs to check out what Currency is doing. Obviously, we know Currency is. He's always going to give us music, man. Currency, I love him, man. He he always delivers. He always keeps the music coming. He, he released a project with one of his artists called Fendi P. And this song, Swang, um, I'm going to just give you guys just the background to this. But this thing right here is pretty crazy right here. If you guys can hear that beat, right? Hear that? Dude, it's... It's it's so hard to keep up with currency, man. I mean, the man is is the hardest working man at hip hop, if not one of the hardest working. Yeah, he just dropped a, a whole nother project. It was a little EP, uh, the Green Tape, I think it was called, with uh, Sledgerin yeah. last week. Okay, I, th- I didn't see that one. Yeah, I mean, currency is just. Oh no, it was Cardo. It was a full project with Cardo. Got wings and currency, man. He's just been he's been in my rotation. Like I just keep adding him to. My, like, I have a whole playlist on Tidal where I just add all the songs that I'm feeling and Currency just yeah. finds itself just continuing to be in there. No, it's good. That's that's how you should stay up with him is add, add all the fire to a pl- playlist, you know? So it's like, all right, I don't need to sort through your 10 albums a year. How about you, Sal? What's your uh, song um, recommendation? I mean, I'd shoot sideways, man, off uh, Conway's al- collab album with Alchemist off Lulu. Shoot okay. Sideways. Schoolboy, I mean, Schoolboy on the hook is fantastic. Like, it's just so catchy and the beat is grimy. And Conway is like, Benny is by far my favorite in Griselda, but like, I'm starting to like Conway a lot more. I would say just, I, I mean, just in Griselda in general, more here. I mean, Benny is like still my favorite, but like, I think Conway is the better lyricist, but Benny's the better song maker. If that, yeah, that kind of makes sense, yeah. right? I can see that too. I think that's my favorite song off that album too. But that's the one that's that was the first one to make my playlist. Well, I'm just scrolling through it. Schoolboy kills it. It's always good to hear him. I almost forgot that he dropped an album last year. That was really good too. But um, 
Okay. Cool boys dropping again this year as well. Don't forget that that whole TDE camp. They're all gonna drop. J J uh, J Rock said he's ninety percent done with his album. We need don't. I mean, literally all of them are due besides Schoolboy. So if he's due to drop, then that means that means we're getting everybody. What about you, Scott? Yeah, I'll pick um, No Cap. It's a song by AK the Savior off the um, off that mixtape off that mixtape album Flatbush Yen with the Japanese artist Leon. Fenorakis. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Um, but it's worth checking out. It's a short EP. It's, it's only an hour. It's like 35 minutes or so. But the No Cap track is um, my favorite from that. And it's like a perfect taste of um, kind of some of their styles over there. Um, and some of what AK brings from Flatbush and the New York sound. So it's a cool check out. You guys got nothing Everyone has nothing to do with time, so check them out. Check out all the albums. Make sure to check out that Bozy James for sure, though. You guys need to check this out. I think it's the best album to drop this year. And it has Alchemist in his prime, for sure.